Hello, everyone. This is Jennifer Nicole Sweet, and I want to share with you about my life, a story, a true story that I think that you'll be able to associate with in so many different ways. You know, I'm a transgender person, and I understand the poles. I understand the genders. I understand so many different things about the body and about life. So much has come into focus by being a two-spirit individual. And you know, esoteric thought, hermetics, the study of this kind of magical way of life also talks about balance. It talks about sheen, and it talks about maim. It talks about water, and it talks about fire. It talks about wind, and it talks about the earth. 3145, the pentagram, the complete person, the magnum opus, becoming the best person that you could possibly be. Well, the hexagram is also incorporated in the complete man, as is the tree of life. We want to have balance in all aspects of our life, not manipulation and control like religion does, not guilt, not shame, but growth, joy, happiness, fulfillment, and even joy in struggle, even joy in competition with self, becoming the higher self your best self that you could possibly be. You know, God gave us a brain because they want us to use it. Many times we don't want to use our brain because, you know, it's just damn easier not to, isn't it? It's easier not to think about the future. It's easier not to think about life and its challenges. It's easier not to pursue magic, frankly. And it's easier sometimes to be part of a religion as I was for 27 years and simply take your seat, fasten your seatbelt, and go along for the ride. But now I'm a different person. But it always wasn't this way. At one time, there was a word that haunted me, a word which was so terrible, which was so thought-provoking, and which was so severe that it caused me to try to commit suicide. What is the word? Graduate. That's right, the word graduate. And why would the word graduate bring such trauma? Why would the word graduate do that to me? Well, I really didn't know at first. I thought, graduate? Graduate from what? Enroll in what? Is this school or is this some kind of joke from God that somehow I was supposed to be enrolled in some program of which I did not know what the hell it was or where the hell I was supposed to go? How unfair it was for God to say this word to me over and over, graduate, graduate. The word grew with intensity as the months went on, and I got to that point where I no longer could survive. I no longer could deal with this word, graduate. I lay there one day and thought to myself, I can't do this. Life, I mean. I can't continue. I can't go on. This is it. And you would think, did you want to kill yourself because you're transgender? No. No, I'm happy as a transgender person. I couldn't be happier. I know who I am. I know my identity. I'm not ashamed of that. 
And that for me, it may be for others, but for me, it's not a struggle. And that's not what caused me to sit and decide this. I'm going to die. I want to die. I'm going to pursue death and I'm going to go after it. I don't know what the heck this word graduate means and I'm being told to do so. I gave up. You know, there's a saying, I looked for the sun. Alas, alas, I looked for the sun and I did not find it. Therefore, I came to the conclusion that there is no sun. Haven't we all done that? You look up at the sky and say there is no God. You look up and you say to yourself, this is it. This is a cruel joke. This is a bad place. Life is not worth living. And yet I was told to graduate. What the heck did that mean? I got so mad one day, I just couldn't stand it. I looked up to heaven, and you know, God can take this. He's not like some cream puff that you can't tell and share your feelings. After all, they know what's on your mind. I looked up to the heavens with anger in my eyes and a flame in my tongue. And I looked up and I screamed with my loudest voice. What the hell do you expect me to do? Where the hell are you, God? Do you even exist? And what the hell am I doing on this planet? Where are you? I served you as a minister. I was religious. I did all these things. I got like quote-unquote saved and all that baloney. I did all these things. I was a faithful servant. And yet here I am and there you are, hidden behind the clouds or wherever the heck you're hiding. I was mad at God. And you could tell. I said words that were even worse than that. But you know what? I've discovered something. That sometimes you have to come to grips with death before you can come to grips with living. It's easier to die. It's harder to live, though. And so I looked up at the sky. My fury vented, and I already came out with every nauseous word that I wanted to say and share my displeasure with the all. I wasn't struck by lightning, though. I didn't get hit by a bus. I didn't die of a heart attack. But then the word kept coming to me. Graduate. Graduate. Oh, I said, forget it. I walked away. There is no sun. That's what I was saying. I was looking up into the sky. I was beholding that great golden orb in the sky that commands the morning rise and commands the setting sun. And I was looking at it as if it didn't exist. Why? Because I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I couldn't do anything about life, and I was sick and tired of it. My life was going nowhere. I had no answers, and somehow I was supposed to graduate. What a cruel God to keep putting that word in front of me. What did they mean? I was a religious person, but then I became a spiritual person. I did an altar. I created an altar. I did magical things. And still, the word came to me. Graduate. I was madder than ever. I remember one day coming into my studio, sick and tired more so than ever 
I laid down on the bed that was in my room. And with a macabre surety, I said to myself, I'm going to kill myself. Like I told you, it's easier to die than it is to live. And I made that decision that I wanted to die. I couldn't graduate. I didn't know what it meant. God was there, but where? They, he, she, it, a force? I didn't understand anything at that time. And here I was at death's door, lying there on the couch, ingesting things to quicken my death, to stop my body, to harm myself, to take my own life by my own hand. I just had enough, y'all. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go any further. Maybe you're there too. Well, long story short, I ingested what I should not have ingested, and I became sick. I lay there, weeping, crying, knowing that this was the end that my death was coming, and was I ready to face it? My death was here. And now I'm not talking about a church kind of thing. I'm not talking about getting saved and all that. I'm not talking about somehow, what would you do if you die? Would you go to heaven? I'm not talking about any of that stuff. That stuff doesn't do anything. That stuff is not useful. That stuff does not do anything when you are at death's door. Ironically enough, If religion was so powerful, you would have thought that it could have saved me at that moment. I was hoping religion was true. I was hoping that what I had learned in theology and Bible school, all those things were true. I was hoping that somehow I'd see an angel, or that he'd see Jesus or some kind of something. But nothing showed, nothing came, and there I lay. As I was dying, you know what happened? That goddamn word, graduate, came to my mind again. And then I was told something in my mind. You know, at death's door you hear things. At death's door, things become clear. At death's door, that is where you truly begin to live. In order for myself to graduate and to understand what that word graduate meant... I had to come to death's door. I had to walk that thin, thin line between life and death. Now, I don't recommend suicide. I don't recommend dying in order to live. But when you are at the lowest of low, when you are at death's door and at the dying place where you're going to cease all existence, things become clear. The way the clouds push away. And I heard what graduate meant. I understood what it meant. And it was death that had to teach me about life. You see, the king, the king is robed. And we're kings. What do you mean? We're kings of our own life. We have been given by them, the forces above, God, the all, the universe, whatever you would like to call them, They have given us an opportunity to live. And you think, why? Why have I been given an opportunity to live when life sucks? 
this isn't fair. This isn't what I want. This isn't good. I hate life. Haven't you said that before at times? Oh my God, I don't even want to live. And you know what? You'll say that in the church. You'll say that reading your Bible. You'll say that being as religious as you can possibly be. Why? Because life is hard. And it was hard for me. I gave up. And as I was laying there sick, I understood that I had to be a king who recognized that they were a king, was robed and clothed as a king, but then I had to humble myself as a king. I had to die as a king. He said, that's kind of grim, isn't it? You know, why would you become a king? Why would you be robed? Why would you disrobe yourself and then die? That's precisely what this king had to do. All of us inside have a kingdom. All of us inside have a choice. But see, it's not a simple prayer, my friend. It's not going forward and going to an altar and bending your knee. It's not listening to some Christian evangelizing or somebody knocking on your door. Would to God that it would be that easy and simple, but it is not. You have to become humbled. And that's what suicide did for me. Again, I don't recommend it. I don't have suicidal thoughts now. Why? Because I understood that I had to die to live. It was a really sickening night. I had all those chemicals and things in my body, and I was feeling very sick. And I thought to myself, Oh God, now that I realize what it meant to graduate, which means to live to finish, to complete the great work, to become the magnum opus, to become the great man, three, one, four, one, five, to be a master builder, number 22, to live within the spheres and to understand what magic is and how magic can transform your life, to learn that you have not been doing What is the most liberating thing you could possibly do? Walk away from organized religion. Walk toward truth. You know, a lot of religions say that they're truth, but they don't have it. If it did, you know, religion would have saved me for sure. I was very religious, but like I told you, there I lay sick. The hours went by, the sicker I got, and then I regretted. I said, oh no. Now I understand what it means to graduate. Now that I understand that I need to become that complete person, a balance of all elements, that great number, 418, that great number, which is number 9, that master builder, 22, to become phosphorus, to learn from mercury, to understand about Mars and about Venus, to understand about the earth, about the wind, about fire and water, and how magic could get me to that place where I graduate, to become my highest self, to discover the circle with a dot, to discover who I am, to find that golden palace, to reach deep within, 
and to locate the gold. To go from lead to silver to gold. To ascend. To be the best person I could be, but not with religious guilt, not with someone manipulating me and controlling me, not by some preacher or some prayer, not by a book, not by anybody telling me if I don't do it, I'm going to hell. Those things don't work. Those things aren't true. But what is true is that you and I are incredible. You and I are magical. You and I have a reason to live. We need to graduate. We need to come to that place of death where we understand that the ego dies. We understand that we're no longer the whole center of the universe, even though discovering ourselves is all important. The ego dies. The king lays down his clothes. He takes them off. He humbles himself and dies. Why? Because the king can become greater by going through death's doorway. So suicide was tragic. I was sick. My wife found me. It was a horrible sight. I was humiliated and I thought to myself, why did you do this? Why? Now you understand I heard a voice. I heard a voice from heaven. I heard a voice from above the universe. I, I don't care what you call it. It explained graduation to me. It explained the school. It explained the learning. It explained the path that I needed to go. And I heeded it. But now I thought, oh no, it's too late. I know this truth which is above all religion. I know how I can begin the process of graduating. But now, I was full of chemicals and I was about to die. My wife, when shocked, looked at me and you know, she's like, Jenny, Jenny. And there I lay, comatose, if you will, you know, just so out of it. And I could hear her and I could hear, you know, the concern and I, I you know, she's like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I couldn't tell her what I did. I couldn't even stand. I felt so sick I had to go to the, the John to throw up. To get rid of the poison that was in my body that I had put within myself. Death had shown me that I wanted to live. Suicide showed me that I wanted to live and I was simply crying out for help. But who was I crying out to? Myself. God knew all along the above, the universe, th those wonderful gods and goddesses above us that have control of all these things and want us to be the best person that we could be. They gave me the message that I needed crawling on my knees, hands and foot, dragging myself across the carpet and making my way somehow to the bathroom. Every time I tried to stand, I felt worse and worse. God, is it too late, I thought. Here I am going to die in front of my wife. I couldn't go that way. But how could I turn around? How could I go back? How could things change? 
while I sat there on the john and I was sicker and sicker and I just didn't get any better and my regret it had, had now overwhelmed me and I thought to myself now I know how to graduate now I know how to begin the school my wife put me into bed I lay there as the poisons and the different things I put into my body were thrown up and now I I guess had my body clear of anything toxic because obviously I'm here. <laughs> I'm alive, thank God. I'm alive as I've never been alive before. I gave up on the religion. I gave up on the, the things. I gave up on the, the what society should tell me to do. I, I gave up on those things and then I started not giving up on me. I searched high and wide. I got up the next morning. I felt horrible, but I was alive. I felt sick, so sick, but I couldn't tell anybody. I didn't want to tell anybody, but it was the truth. I crawled back to my studio the next day. I started exploring about the higher self. I started exploring about how I could be that magnum opus, how I could be that great person. You could be that great person too. I'm not trying to pitch you a religion. I'm not asking you to pray. I'm not asking you to do anything. Just look inside and tell me what you see. Look inside and see the gold that is within thee. You are gold. For you were once silver, you were once lead, copper, you were all these other alchemist chemicals and makeup and you were swirling around. But now you realize that you could be gold. Well, or maybe like me, you'd reach for silver first and then try for the gold. But nonetheless, discovery had been born through death you had gone to that judgment card you had put yourself into that grave so to speak and you're laying there and you had to die in order for Osiris to be risen Horus had to die the EAO that death and that burial and that rising up to a new life death for me was a door as it is for everybody. You come to the end of yourself. You come to that thing where you cannot bear to go to another service somewhere every week. You can't bear to hear another sermon. You can't, not because you're wicked, not because you're a sinner, because it is empty and it has very small grains of truth. But you're much more hungry than that. And what they feed you doesn't satisfy but I can tell you now that I'm alive very much so I can tell you that graduation is possible it's that growth it's that entering into yourself discovering becoming alive through the birth of a child in the womb and then you get born you realize that there's so much more. 
And once you begin the process of discovering yourself, once you get to that place where your will, your thelema is taking charge, where you are making decisions for yourself and for your good, you figure out that God has given you intention, God has given you intuition, the above has empowered you to be able to do what you need to do. And you don't need a preacher. You don't need a missionary. You don't need a friend. You don't need somebody coming to tell you what to do any longer. It's funny how everything's built right in. It's funny. I had a hard time at first understanding what that meant. When I was seeking to graduate, when I sought to enter the school of the higher self, I thought, you know, how do I do this? But it all came naturally, step by step, magically, what I needed to do was inside me all along. My will was born. I rose up from that dead place. And now, I'm alive. I'm happy. I, <laughs> I have wisdom that I've never had before. I have knowledge that I never have had before. And it all came because I had to die to live. It's a great thing to lay down your life. It's a great thing to become alive. After you have spent so many years being so depressed. After you have spent so many years looking, searching, hunting and finding no answer. And when you do find that answer, when you are liberated, when you are free, like an uncaged bird, you fly and your wings, they flap and you seek your own good. You search for who you are and magically, step by step, it comes to you. Step by step, not because you studied theology, not because you studied uh, some kind of doctrine or some catechism, but because you inside know what's best for you. The gods have put within us a brain. The gods have put within us a will. They have from the above sent information, rays of light down below. And believe me you, if you want to graduate, you'll find the school. If you want to graduate and you want to be the best person that you could be, the universe is more than enthusiastic to help you. The universe is more than willing to reach out to you in your slowest and darkest and grimmest moment. And it's almost as if it was saying, I've been waiting for y'all to get here. I've been waiting for you to die that I can give you life so much life so much joy so much empowerment so much control over the elements that even the planets you understand are in a line you understand the spheres you understand from Hermes himself the wisdom that has been given to man and woman or a gender non-conforming person, a person has got that information right from the beginning, right from the start. It was religion that led us astray. It was religion that pulled us not toward God, but away from them. 
It was religion that told us that there were no goddesses, that there were only a god and there was only a son, that there was no father, mother, son, daughter. They told us that you just had to walk by faith. But my friend, I can tell you, you can have the most divine sight. You don't have to walk blindly in the dark as religion wants you to do. You don't need to bumble around. You can make it. And the information comes to you. I'm telling you, it comes to me. It speaks to me. My intuition is alive. I have told my conscious to speak with my subconscious, and intuition was born. I understand now. The word graduation doesn't scare me now. It doesn't haunt me now. I eagerly look forward to becoming a better person every single day. My knowledge increases day by day. And God, the above, the all, the universe, the goddess has not left me just dangling here like some participle. (laughs) No, no. It was there in my darkest hour and after my rage at the above. That's when I began to live. You know, some of us just need to be truthful with God. We're angry. We need to be truthful. What do you think? That the God of everything, the all, the almighty, the the great I and so, the above, whatever you wish to call them, do you think that they cannot take your opinion, that they cannot somehow take your anger or your truth? Truth. Stop playing the religious game. Stop doing societies A, B, C, D, because it's not the right order. It starts with a circle. It starts with a square. It starts with a triangle. It's understanding your thoughts. It's understanding your consciousness. It's understanding things that you didn't understand before. And as that new inner self and the ego dies and the inner self is raised up as a new child, do you know what happens? You become energized. As above, so below. As within, so without. As without, so within. The above speaks to us below. We below speak and communicate with the above. We go from a mundane world which is full of doom and full of darkness, and we ascend to that astral plane and that place of higher being. We go to that place. We're not better than anybody. We're everybody. It's not like religion that says, I'm saved and you're lost. No. It's a way of thinking. It's enlightenment. It's coming to a knowledge of how great you are. Do you understand how great you are? Are you laying there as I was on a couch? Are you angry at the above? Angry because your magic has only been fairy tale. Because you've been not doing it rightly, but you've been doing it e- even spiritual stuff. You know what I mean? Yoga sometimes can be nothing more than exercise of the body and nothing more. Religion can be nothing spiritual whatsoever, but just an act you do, a social thing, doesn't bring about any change. 
It doesn't help you to live when you're laying there full of chemicals and that you might die. Truly, it doesn't. I've seen many people die in front of me. As a pastor and as a minister, I was in the hospital a lot. And being gay in this community, I've seen a lot of people die. And I can tell you that in that final moment, there's a realization of who you are. But see, for some, they're not lucky like I was. They weren't given a second chance. They passed on. They left. Now, there's other cycles. There's other opportunities. I'm not saying people are lost. There's always an opportunity with the above. There's always a chance. There's always a cycle. There's always another life. That's the good part. But what are you going to do with this one? What are you going to do with the life you're living now? Wouldn't you want to be powerful? Control the elements with spells and enchantments. That can, Taking command of things. Why? Because you want to change the pendulum swing. You want to change the vibration. You want to change the motion of the way the wheels are turning. And you want to understand what the hell is going on. And not just be a victim, but be the cause of the effect. Not just be a victim of of the cause someone else's cause and you're carried away like 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 a wave and you didn't even cause the wave but what if i told you that you could cause the wave and be the cause of it that you could control a wave so to speak that you could control the elements the things in your life and bring control i have ptsd i have trouble with anxiety even now, even magical. You know, all my problems didn't go away. But now my problems have a mission. Now my problems have a goal. Now my issues and the things that I struggle with make me a better person. We all could be better people. And I seek to be a better person tomorrow than I am today. And better than I was yesterday. I have this knowledge, you know, and I know it sounds corny, and I know maybe some of you are thinking, you know, this is this magic thing and all this, I, I don't understand it. That's okay. You don't need to understand it all right now. You don't need to understand what graduate means. All you have to do is conjure up the will to be better. The information will come to you. The information will, will, will be there when you need it. Trust me. What did people do when they didn't have books? What did people do when they didn't have some religious leader? What did people do when they were all alone? It's funny how on an, even an island all by yourself, you can figure out what to do spiritually, intuitively. And that word intuition, there's where the magic is. The intuition comes to you like a ray of sunshine from above into that dark place below. And like a mirror, you shine that light back and it becomes a channel. Dozens of channels, hundreds of channels of information coming to you day by day so that you know how to be the best person that you could be. It's going to take some bravery. 
It's going to take some boldness, but that's what will is. Turn your thelema on. Turn your will on. Turn the power up. You're a rocket ship. And this knowledge and this know-how from the above is your rocket fuel. So, I guess a better end here. I've been through a whole lot in my life. And I guess I'm not better than you. I've just made a lot more mistakes. I've, I've screwed up a lot. And I ask those of you who knew me and saw my messes and saw my journey... You saw me bumble around and go up and down. You saw me struggle. I'm sorry for that. But that was part of my journey. I had to walk that way. And I'm sorry that you had to see it. But you know, I wouldn't change my journey for anything now. It has brought me to that place finally at 53 years old. Finally, this crone is understanding about who she is. And I want you to have that understanding too. I don't want you to bumble around like me, make mistakes like me. I want you to be the best person that you could be. I'm Jennifer Sweet, and I'm human like you. I've learned some things, and if you need help, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, nor am I a doctor. I'm a human being, and I care. Write me at jennifernicolesweet at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook, Jennifer Nicole Sweet. Share with me. I'm a great listener. And where I can point you in the right direction, I will. And if I can't, well, I'll tell you that I can't. You know... When people tell you that they have all the answers, when people tell you that they know everything, that's the person you don't want to be around. One of the greatest things that I learned, being wise anyway, is this, this statement here, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But you said, well, you're pretty confident like you do know. Well, I do know some things, sure. And those things that I know, I'll be willing to show you. But the things that I don't know, you and I can grow together. That's what it is. It's called a journey. The path to enlightenment. That path of growth and better self. Powerful. Strong. Magical. Like me, that could be you. But don't take the substances. Don't take those things into your body. Don't lie there dying. Don't get to that place. Let this program help you get there. But the king has to die. The king in their humility, your inner self, has to realize that you are a dot in a circle. That you are part of a universe. You are part of something so great and fantastic that you don't even know right now what that is. But you will. And once you have those keys, once the secrets and the mysteries are revealed to you, because they will be, you'll know what I'm talking about. Some things you have to discover on your own. That's why I say, I don't know. Because every person's different. I'm not some authority. 
I'm just a person trying to be better just like you and I'm here to help so thanks for listening let me know if you heard the program share it with people because you know the world right now like never before needs light it needs help help that is greater than the things around us the lousy government and the terrible tyrannical leaders we need something better stronger more positive more enlightening that changes the world and doesn't subjugate it with fire and fury of mars but that there is no venus there is no kindness mercy but only severity we need a balance and that comes by you and I individually being balanced. So why not give it a try? Just think about it. And I bet your intuition inside is going to tell you, you know, that crazy transgender lady, she's right. She's right. And if she could do it, so could I. I love you, my friend. This is Jennifer Nicole Sweet. Have a great day.